Tonight, the business world continues to feel that impact of inflation. According to S&P Global, more than 230 companies have filed for bankruptcies. U.S. corporate bankruptcies just surpassed the total for all of last year. We are in a debt-based system, and the impact of rising interest rates is now starting to be felt in a big way. The increase in the cost of borrowing and the cost of servicing debt for both businesses and individuals is leading to defaults. Corporations and commercial real estate businesses are unable to refinance due to credit tightening and they're being forced into bankruptcy. This is leading to job losses and decreased consumer spending, which will impact other businesses and trigger a downward spiral of events. This economy is driven by the unusual and unsustainable compounding of debt and derivatives that are now being sold as all the Wall Street products your financial advisor recommends to you. Well, guess what? The Ponzi scheme gets revealed today. Coming up. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst here at ITM Trading, a full-service physical gold and silver dealer, which means you can actually get your gold and silver from us, by the way, if that was your question. But I need to talk to you today about what is unfolding in the markets as you and I are sitting here talking and watching this because you need to know so that you can get into position to not just weather this storm, but actually benefit from it. Because what, I mean, the markets are schizophrenic. One day they like what's happening. So woo, there's euphoria. Markets are up at all new time highs, high PEs, et cetera. But then the reality sets in and then they try and dump and then they got to keep them supported again. Because what do people do? They open up their 401k statement or their IRA statement and they go, oh, okay, things must be okay as long as the stock market is okay. Or as long as the bond market isn't too terribly bad. But look at all of these industries. Oops, let me grab a laser pointer. Look at all of these industries with the most distressed debt. That means they're already having trouble paying their debt. Other, which they're not specific about here, is the largest area. Real estate, telecommunications, retail, software and services, healthcare and pharma. There is a lot of corporate debt that is in deep, deep doo-doo. At the end of the week, marked by optimism, the Fed would be closer to ending its interest rate hikes. And aren't they coming out and talking about, well, the Fed's at the end of the road, probably at the end of the road. Maybe we'll get one more. Maybe we won't. Maybe it'll be a soft landing. Hey, maybe we'll avoid recession. That is such garbage. Look at this. Don't believe their lies anymore. Because how many times can you be lied to when you do not know the truth? Every single flipping time. The uncertain scale of the lagged effect of prior interest rate hikes means that both recession and a Federal Reserve policy error remain potential risks. Yeah, think, because I definitely do think that that is what we're seeing. So how do you think if they, if they are going to fight the inflation that they created, sorry, Randy, fight the inflation that they created, how are they doing that? by raising the interest rates. I personally think we're gonna see a pivot at some point, but I can't tell you when. Is there gonna be another rate raise? Well, yeah, they're trying to get back their credibility. 
Remember when they gave it up last June? Not last June, a year ago last June. I was amazed that they were so stupid to give it up. But give it up they did. Now they're fighting back for their credibility and that creates a danger because you have all of the kahunas, not just the central bank kahunas, but your business kahunas, Warren Buffett's and Jamie Dimon's and all this trotting out going, oh, everything is hunky-dory. No recession, blah, blah, blah. Buy gold and silver with ITM Trading. Use the link below to schedule your free strategy call. But the reality is, is that banks say conditions for loans to businesses and consumers will keep getting tougher. What does that look like? Well, this is from the Fed, the Federal Reserve Education Department. And this is the net percentage of domestic banks tightening standards for commercial and industrial loans to large and middle market firms. So this is very similar to what's also happening with smaller firms. So here's your businesses and it's tight. And you can see quite interestingly that when it got tight in the past was with these gray bars, which are official recessions. Now we're up at those levels and no, no recession. Why? Because of all of the money printing that they did. All that did is push it off or push the appearance of it off because not everybody is in the same boat, but it's also for consumers as well. So let's see what that looks like. This is net percentage of domestic banks tightening standards for credit card loans, just as one example. And so you can see that that too is tightening. So you gotta ask yourself, is the party over, right? The, the game of musical chairs, you know, who's gonna be left out? Let's not have it be you. Wall Street news zombies may well be regional banks. Commercial real estate exposure is a growing concern for lenders. But are they the only ones? I don't know. Let's take a look, see what they say. This is the volume of maturing commercial property loans by lender starting in 2023, so this year. And it's from all of the different lenders. Let's just look, this one goes through 2027. So over the next four and a half years. And it includes CLOs, collateralized loan obligations, which the, the Bank for International Settlements have talked about. But all of these commercial mortgage-backed securities, investor-driven, private government agency insurance. So these are all the entities that invest in commercial property loans that are maturing that you buy these products and they're put in your IRAs, your pensions. It's, it's those institutional investors that invest your money. That's your skin in the game, not theirs. They're just making money from it. And then the last three, International Bank, which is this dark blue, the medium blue is the national bank, and then the light blue are the regional banks. So I just kind of singled those out because one of the things that I want to point out to you is that while, oh, absolutely 100%, the regional banks are very exposed and that creates some problems too because they're not lending. It's getting tighter, but it's getting tighter in the entire uh, banking sector. And you can see how much exposure in these are national banks. So these are even your large banks. So when they talk about what happened at, at SVB or First Republic, right, with the interest rates, 
right? Interest rates go up, the principal value, the market value of the bonds go down. And they were want you to think that it was only in those few banks and this is just a kind of unique. It's not. It's throughout the entire banking sector. So what's going to happen if they're not going to roll these loans over? Well, what we are going to see here is that it is getting a lot tighter. This is the net percentage of domestic banks that are tightening standards for commercial real estate loans that are secured by non-farm, non-residential structures. So office buildings, warehouses, et cetera. And look at how tight that's getting. And all of these loans are coming due for all of these, including where you might have them, you know, CMBS or CLOs or simply investor driven. That's a nice big, that's CMBS. That's a nice big area. So are you going to be impacted by it? Maybe. And I say that because this maturing debt is not likely to be, most of it is not likely to be rolled over. So that means that you're going to have rising defaults. What about the consumer? We talked about the business. Let's look at the consumer. This is from the June survey by the New York Fed. And what do they say? Application for credit cards rose 24.8%, for mortgages 6.5%, and for mortgage refinances 5.3%. But the overall rejection rate for credit applications increased to 21.8%. Auto loan rejections, credit card rejections, credit card limit increase rejections, mortgage rejections, mortgage refinance rejections, all of them are up in this tight environment. The average reported probability that a loan application will be rejected increased sharply for all types of loans. These readings for auto loans, mortgages, and credit card limit increase requests are all new series highs. Something very nasty this way comes. And this could certainly pose a problem for an economy that is driven by constantly compounding debt, whether it's corporate debt, government debt, or consumer debt. We're at the end. The game is over. The jig is up. Rising consumer pain triggers Wall Street concern. Well, why in the world would Wall Street be so concerned about Credit Weekly, about, about rising consumer pain? There's always a consumer has plenty of money. Isn't that what they're telling us? Still have lots of savings. Don't worry, they'll keep spending. Yeah, well... Inflation's been eating away at the pandemic savings buffer. It's gone. And in fact, the savings rate is lower than it was prior to the pandemic. Uh-oh. The job market is key. It's key. Now, the Fed is trying to reduce the employed number of people. But the job market is key and unemployment is still low. But when it starts going up, It'll be quick. We'll soon see consumer pain spilling into Wall Street because so much of this debt has been turned into those Wall Street products. How much of it? Well, we'll look at a couple of them. But if you go into the Fred, and remember the links are below for all of this, so you can do this. 
just go into the Fred and the search bar, you know, put securitized. That means they've been turned into securities and sold to you. And you're going to see a big long list. This time, we're just going to talk about motor vehicle loans owned and securitized. And how much is that? 1.4 billion that have been turned into securities. Now, remember, when interest rates were lower or going down, then the principal value would go up. So if there were some defaults, that could hide that. But we're in the opposite trajectory now. Interest rates are going up, which means the value of all those loans are going down, the market value is, but also then compound that with default rates going up and you have a market value that's in the toilet. And very well may, some bonds tied to car loans made by U.S. auto sales in American Car Center veered into distress in recent weeks after borrowers fell behind on payments. Citigroup believes that some of the riskiest parts of those asset-backed securities, what is the asset that's backing them? Your promise to pay. Uh, could fail to return principal to investors. So you're paying to buy this crap. You're paying for them to service this crap. They have no skin in the game. It's all you. And when this crap defaults, who eats it? You do. Why? I don't own any of it. None. 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 In gold and silver, I trust. I hold it. I own it outright. Period. I mean, truthfully, it is that simple. So when you notice this, that's the Ponzi scheme being revealed. That's game over. Because once that veil is lifted from your face and your eyes, you see the truth. But I'm hoping that you see it sooner than later. Because sooner you have more choices. Later you might not. Chaos looms as 1.5 trillion student loan pause abruptly ends. I believe it's ending in October. About 28 million borrowers will soon need to start payments. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that may marks an unprecedented event because the government backing the student loans, which is when they really grew like exponentially, well, taxpayers are going to have to pay for those defaults, but these have been turned into securities and sold to you. And that is 1.8 trillion, actually. So 1.5 trillion is going to come right back on. And what happens to people? After three years, they change their spending habits. They had an extra, what, 500, I think, is the average amount that they expect uh, of payments to be for these student loan holders. But people's habits change. So if they have now spent up to the hilt because they didn't have to pay their student loans, can you see the problem? And can you see if you own the security, why that's your problem? It's only Wall Street's problem because now you know what's going on and you don't believe them anymore. And I just say hallelujah to that because it is time for people to take off those rose-colored glasses look at what's really happening and make choices that actually put your best interest first. What a concept. This is not rocket science. And it's so easy to see it when you look at the spot gold market and how that keeps pace with the rising U.S. debt. This, this gold line is the spot market. 
This goes back to 1970 and takes us through 2023. And you can see that once people realize it and once that cup formation is fully broken, it goes up to new levels. But this is the manipulated spot market. It doesn't really reflect what's happening in the physical only market. And I've shown you those graphs a million times and we'll probably show you a million more so that you know the truth. But physical gold in your position, possession, this is my savings, right? There's no debt attached to this. There's no counterparty risk attached to this. What's this stuff? It's debt. It is a Federal Reserve note. A note is a debt instrument. It's borrowed into existence. It's value, it's purchasing power value. I think I'm done. But it's purchasing power value has been renew, reduced via all this debt. Because every time they create new money, the value of what's already out there is lost. So what are you going to do about it? We all know that a rising gold price indicates a failing fiat currency. Open your eyes. The currency is failing. Look at the purchasing power charts, which I didn't put in here, but I've, I've shown you a million times. It's my favorite chart. It's going to zero, just like over 4,800. Look, there, there's over 4,800 currencies that do not exist anymore, including the gold certificate, the silver certificate, you know, Central Bank of Iran, right? This is nothing. The government says this is money. Guess what? They can also say it's no longer money, but the markets can also say it by design. They're designed to go to zero. So if you haven't done it yet, click that Calendly link below. Get your own gold and silver and your whole strategy set up that includes food, water, energy, security, barterability, wealth preservation, community, and shelter. Get it done. So if you like this, please give us a thumbs up. Make sure you leave a comment. Share, share, share. And remember, really so important. Financial shields are made of physical gold and silver in your possession. Not this crap. I mean, this is debt. We don't want no debt. So if you got variable rate debt, I think now is a great time to get it taken care of. Fixed rate debt is part of the strategy. Talk to one of our consultants. They'll help you figure out how to create your own strategy that supports your best interest first. And until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.